Welcome to episode nine of Relossum. Yeah, or is it eight point one? Uh, sorry, I guess we'll call it. Okay, nine. call it eight point two. Okay. And uh, and last time we were talking about how Steph likes dating younger men. Oh yeah. <laughs> and on the break, I found out your guys' age. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I won't share. <laughs> so, okay, no, it's good. okay. But you guys are Thank aging you. well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's kind of you. Yeah. But let me ask you this. You know, um, I, so I, I went, way, oh, 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 go ahead. We're, we're go continuing ahead. our our episode. Called Fear, the Great Dis- Wait, the Great Preserver or the Great Destroyer? Destroyer. Dun yeah. dun dun. Dun dun dun. Okay, anyway, go on. Many exclamation points. And, I just um, had deja vu there. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> should have. Um, oh, but I just, I just went uh, to lunch today with an old with an old childhood buddy uh-huh. I hadn't seen in a long time, and he had since shaved his head. He was bald. Hmm. Um, and anyways, I was like, yeah, sometimes I've thought about doing that. You know, there's some hmm. fear there, though. There's some ah. fear there. Fear uh, of doing it or fear? Fear of doing it. You yeah. still have a lot of hair. I still have a lot of hair. He was thinking it was about the time to like maybe think about shaving it, but I feel like my hair doesn't look as good. Some people's heads look good shaved. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Yeah. You know. Paul, you're still looking great, man. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, people think I'm like in my 20s and I'm really 31. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lies. That was, that was oh, someday lie. I'll be 31. That was a lie. <laughs> then I'll know what it feels like. That's right. <laughs> Um, so yeah yeah okay um, so we were talking about fear and you know the more i think about this not everything <laughs> the more so fear you feel oh, we, we, so human beings we have all sorts of internal obstacles to the things we're trying to accomplish mm. uh that's just true um yeah. and a lot of that is can be traced to some sort of fear um but you know i don't think everything that's an obstacle can be can be categorized as a fear maybe i'm just uh Splitting hairs here, which Paul, as well, an attorney, can appreciate. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, what, what kinds of things, internal obstacles, would you say? Well, I, again, like the too? whole like mitigation of rational mitigation of risk. Like, hey, you know, maybe that's not so much about fear as it is about like taking the facts as you see them and, and the, you know, sure. trying to estimate the magnitude of risks, such as the magnitude of risk of us being broken into. Sure. Which I think it's very low. <laughs> <laughs> so very you're, low. You're saying if you're but. like a three and you're trying to date a ten, that's a big risk. Not that you are a three. <laughs> no, you just you, you threw a curveball. Uh, you, you brought it back to what to what we're actually talking about, which is how fear uh, factors into yeah. our relationships. I wasn't even meaning to bring yeah. it back. No, it's good. Yeah, See, it's that's good why I'm good. glad you're here. Wait, but before we bring it back, let me point out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop getting us on track. The, the risk. The it's a it's a low uh it's a low probability of getting broken into, but the consequences of if a breaking happens are high. So that that's, but I'm saying even yeah. even those are low if someone is home. Uh yeah, that's true. But the reason for locking the door is that if everybody else leaves out the other door, then the door doesn't stay locked when nobody's home. That was the point. Do you guys just yeah. want to <laughs> agree to disagree on this? Yeah, we topic? can. But this is actually, <laughs> yeah. in my mind, this is a good example of what I see as the kind of I don't know fear that holds us back in a very trivial way, extremely true. trivial. Anyway, we can. I can let it go. I can let it go. But either, right. I guess my point was like maybe you know Paul's point of view is not necessarily about fear. It's it's really about trying to mitigate risk. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and so maybe not everything is uh, can but, be reduced to fear. So, <laughs> like okay. invalidating but. our topic. I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> so, okay. 
But yeah, so back to Steph's comment about like uh, you know we basically rule we basically say or saying that you're three. No, uh, <laughs> I just was thinking I was thinking of a lower number, I know, but I, I wasn't saying for you. I know. Wait, have you heard about Definitely this? Definitely a ten, Bry. Oh, no, no, that's just lying. Yeah. Have you heard of this? Ex- you too, Paul. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Have you heard of this experiment uh, where uh, oh, it's like uh, it's like okay, don't worry. We're, we're, and, and and anyways, um. And they just like tape numbers on your forehead, and you don't know what number you are. And you're like, you need to go try to match up with the highest number you can. Uh huh. And um, I like this. And this is how you get the higher grade on this homework assignment. <laughs> and so you're all just in a room together, and people naturally start to pool together with the people that are around their number. Uh... Because if you because you you start to get a feeling if like a person who's a three is really excited uh-huh. to talk to you, uh-huh. you're like, well, it must be pretty high uh-huh. and you start to start to collect around the people that are higher and look, yeah. yeah it's yeah, an interesting like self-segregation kind of thing in terms of your yeah but anyways I think there's a lot of that that goes on in, in dating and pairing yeah even though you know there's no objective no one is actually a 10 right everyone's I know got, I don't like the I know scale I know thing, I know but... yeah I mean everyone's yeah, got that's true. strengths and weaknesses yeah. you know and uh, anyway sure yeah, that's a good. Um, point. But I mean, we're we're like nine point five. So pretty much. Steph's like nine point eight nine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sounding like. I mean, uh, you know, maybe she. This is like Olympic scores. Right? Her, her uh, you know, biggest downside. Maybe she sings in the shower or volunteers too much. Uh, well, her biggest mm-hmm. downside. Or sometimes she hits Meredith with her car right. just from the her, office. Her <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Anywho. No. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, my next question then is how, back back to fear being, you know, in some ways useful and some ways not for, useful. Um, how has fear aided you or someone you know in avoiding harmful mistakes, um, but especially in relationships? Uh, and I think for me, you know, mm. I, I kind of have a financial background and like there's mm. these, like in the stock market, there's these two competing emotions of fear and greed. Sure. Um, greed like motivate us to like, you know, invest in a company that we think is going up or long term or even in the short term. Uh, yeah. Fear is where we, you know, recognize how much we stand to lose if we invest in this. And maybe we say, hey, actually, this company is not looking so good. I'm not going to invest. Yeah. Um, so that's a way in which, like, fear can be, I think, positive. Sure. Um, I, I, sure. I think, oh, go ahead. I think fear, like, I think I've experienced some of that even in relationships, too, or, yeah. or potential relationships where uh-huh. I think I've ex- I've seen things that I think are things legitimately to be feared uh-huh. um, in a potential future relationship with a person and then said, okay, that's probably not a good way. It's probably not a good match, you know. Yeah. Um, we're too different on these things or whatever. Yeah. And that's going to cause problems down the line, even though there's interest. Yeah. Maybe mutual interest. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's probably helped me avoid some probably not good relationships. Mm-hmm. Probably. So I was thinking this is sort of a different example, but mm-hmm. in one of my wards years ago, I was called as the ward oh, matchmaker. And her, her local uh, church congregation. Yeah. And yeah. The, oh, sorry. The That's local okay. Church. Matchmaker. The, yeah. The, so like I a... had to carry around a box a church <laughs> and people submitted names of who they wanted to get to know and wow, or who nice. they thought would be a good match. And so that was uh. like... My so in the church, Wait, everyone, they were requesting to be matched with people yeah, they were interested yeah. in, and then I put mm. together a dinner. So, anyways, mm. so being the ward match, hold maker, on, did it have to be a mutual match? No, okay. so and then it was an interesting experiment because I would do dinner, and everyone thought the person next to them was the one that submitted their name, so <laughs> yeah. they would be like, Oh, really? Hey, <laughs> and it often wasn't, but but, anyways, that 
uh, caused me to get over my fear. I before that I had never really like maybe asked a friend to uh, something if I had uh-huh. tickets or whatever. But I was like, if I'm gonna be the word matchmaker, I'm gonna be an example. And so we started doing go? group dates all the time, and I started asking guys to these things, and we would plan. Awesome. And it would be just like cheesy things, like come over, we're doing like a game thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because of that, um, it caused me to not have as much fear when it came to like dating and putting myself out there because mm. like even though I had a lot of people that they said no whether because they had something or not, it made mm-hmm. me be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I have friends now that are like, wow, like that's great that you can put yourself out there and it doesn't feel like I'm putting myself out there mm. as much because it's just sort of become it's not a big deal. how I am. So yeah. you're saying you've surmounted one of your fears. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have a lot of other fears, uh-huh. and I mean, it's still scary to like uh-huh. put yourself out there to someone sure. and show interest. Sure, and, but but I think that that helped me a ton, and like it changed the whole direction of my dating. That's awesome. That is really awesome. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. When you were doing that, uh, were, these, were there more girls putting in names or guys? No, or was it pretty even. Like, that's the surprising thing. So mm. people took my calling literally. Like I had. Um, like guys that would text me and be like, hey, can you set me up with this girl? And I'm like, you're a cute guy. <laughs> Just ask her out. She would probably say yes. Uh-huh. Um, but like people, like it was like even numbers. And the coolest uh-huh. thing uh-huh. is that it got everyone to come, you know, like the people mm-hmm. that are super beautiful people to like mm-hmm. the interesting ducks. Everyone came. because I love it. Interesting were, ducks. But they were like, curious. Dirty pervs and interesting ducks. That's, <laughs> so. that's, what I, <laughs> so. that's awesome. Yeah. Two broad camps of, of, of single men out there. Is that right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm no, sidetracking. No, I've not heard that. Uh, dirty pervs and interesting ducks. What Don't be heck? a dirty perv, man. Yeah, but interesting duck doesn't Do really sound incredibly flattering. Either. What the heck is that? Well, well Steph, said, Steph said it like it's a good duck. thing. Well, yeah, so I'll take that. Well, I know. She said like beautiful people interesting. and interesting ducks. Yeah, yeah. interesting ducks. So, yeah. But. But yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. they were dirty, dirty pervs out there too. So. <laughs> Dang it. Listen, dirty pervs, stop it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was at this comedy club <laughs> a, few, a few months back and uh, one of the guys was joking, you know, why, why is it in our society that, you know, the creepiest sex the men that it's it's our responsibility to like pursue women you know <laughs> uh, well there's a fine line between like uh activity that's creepy or welcome depending on whether you're interested if you in like person, someone yeah you yep. know, then yep. the same behavior is yep. totally normal i, I smell a, a, it's creepy. a future topic right? <laughs> yeah, men, how to be assertive without, without being, being creepy, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we could talk a long time about mm-hmm. that oh man I, I, we, we um, need to bring in experts because <laughs> I failed too much at that to be credible, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I do. Anyway. Um, I think okay, so so Steph brought up a positive example of, of uh, well, positive in the sense of she had a fear and she overcame it. Yeah. And I think we're going to go back to that. But Yeah. What we, oh, okay, we're great. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more then about how uh, fear has actually been positive. And Paul, you mentioned how it's probably guarded you from pursuing uh, women that, you know, maybe weren't a good match. Yeah, you want to talk sure. some more about that? Well, I've got a, f- um, and and I've been the same way. I, you know, I think I've been overly good at letting my fears. Uh, you know, it's probably been too strict of a of a uh, filter, uh, sure. but I, I do think it's also helped me to avoid some heartbreak with, with certain people. Yeah, well, yeah. like there was one girl I dated, and we just we had different ideas about family life. Like mm-hmm. uh, we, I mean, I have a career. She had a career. She was pursuing. Um, but there was not, um, 
she seemed totally fine with like just kind of putting kids in daycare uh, while we're out kind of pursuing our careers and mm-hmm. that kind of thing I was uncomfortable with because mm-hmm. I kind of I'm a little bit more traditional and like mm-hmm. I would have wanted um, generally us to be raising our own kids you know mm-hmm. and that was kind of difficult for me she also didn't really want to have many kids mm-hmm. and that was kind of difficult for me so that was one that um, I was actually in the relationship but mm-hmm. that was one of the main reasons that I got out of it is mm-hmm. that I felt like I liked her a lot and we matched up on a lot of levels mm-hmm. but I felt like that's something that's going to cause problems down the line yeah and so and when you guys like when you talked about it like were you both pretty firm in your in your yeah views in your preferences for the most part yeah Yeah. it was hard to find it was hard to find a common ground she had actually had a lot of fears coming out of a she was divorced actually Mm. she actually had a lot of fears um, from past relationship, from yeah. her marriage, yeah. uh, in that she was married to a guy who really struggled to hold down a job, yeah, and so she came out of that being like, I'm "Never going to depend on a man again," yeah, you know, yeah. So she was kind of responding to her fears, yeah, yeah. Um, Which again, so, that, you know, I mean, not that's understandable that that would be is. one of her big takeaways from that kind of experience. It is, um, yeah, and I, so. I don't know. Actually, in the end, no, it sounded like she was kind of like, seemed like she was willing to kind of, um, kind of, we were to kind of work through some of that stuff, but it still felt like it was kind of dangerous ground, you know. We yeah. were so far apart how we started off. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, getting all personal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should up our percentage <laughs> of personal talk to. Maybe twenty percent. I've actually okay. so, so, previously fine. I said okay, we're gonna keep it no more than ten percent, and I've like yeah. gone over that way far a lot of times. I don't think I ever made that rule. People like to hearing personal. I, I think That's so true. too. I think it's so true. too. We just don't want to be a Paul and Bryce blabathon <laughs> more any more than it already is. Paul and Bryce. Whatever. If you guys share more personal experiences and less of that Minecraft stuff, the ladies. Oh, the truth. The truth comes out. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you really did not like that Minecraft. Yeah. No, I liked Minecraft. That was in the last episode. I was just saying you were like, "What did yeah, the ladies no, like?" Right. Because I don't Minecraft know what it is. Minecraft is not as relatable. But as like other when things. someone shares yeah. something personal, like sure. anyone can exactly, yeah, especially the true. females. Yeah, that's saying. true. That's true. Yeah. No, that's you're, you're right. You're right. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, anyways, that was my example. No, that's um, good. That's really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I could go to the doctor and, and say, "Well, my friends say I have this many fears, and I think I have this many fears." <laughs> As you could say, "Your friends are lying." <laughs> so, that's my last doctor. Man, joke. you need better friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a better doctor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I need a doctor who will lie to me. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, do you have something else? Otherwise, let's no, move on. No, okay, so it. next, so next question, and Steph has already kind of hit on this, but um, mm. how has fear hindered you or people you know? Um, wait a minute. Yeah. Hang on. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How has fear hindered you or people you know in achieving desired outcomes, um, especially when it comes to relationships? Yeah. And actually, you guys have both kind of hit on this. Sure. Um, can I talk about how daters are like Russians? Absolutely. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this off, off, off the mic, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we all, we all are like incrementally overcoming stages of fear in trying to get into relationships too. And yeah. we're like trying to not show too much interest. Sure. 
while still showing a little. Sure. And and and, and, and the reason well, I feel one like one of our therapist is, friends has has wisely pointed yeah. out that you know the person who cares the least about the relationship holds the most power. So it's kind of like yeah. We're, we're, is this the same lady that said that the friend? Oh, it's not not the same one that said that um, men need to be eighty five percent sure that a girl's going to say yes. Yeah, that, before that, that was uh, that was Stephanie Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we would mention this friend's name, except I don't know if she wants. Okay. Anyway. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, uh, yeah, so I feel like uh, it's, I say daters are like Russians because it's like you always have this certain amount of plausible deniability. Um, yeah. Like they are with their, with their, uh, yeah. With their you, you, don't reveal, do. you don't want to reveal your hand. Yeah, you don't want to reveal your hand and you want to be able to say like, oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't interested to, in to what, what like, were you thinking? No, no. See, <laughs> get out of here. That's my biggest problem is that I reveal my hand. But <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's reveal a problem. I actually think play, playing too playing too safe is a liability, uh, actually. Yeah, most of my best relationships yeah. have not involved much uh, in the way of poker faces. But yeah. That being um, said, it is absolutely a risk. You're right. There but, is. There's a risk of you know. being hurt emotionally. Yeah. And there's yeah. a fear of emotional hurt. Absolutely. Know, and, because Absolutely. it hurts. It, you yeah. Know, so yeah. Yeah. Rejection hurts. Yeah, it does. Um, but fear of rejection and over and overactive fear of rejection can hurt us even more in the long run. Yeah. The yeah, more you yeah. know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <Okay>. So, <laughs> you know, so I have some examples of, of fear holding me back. Um, and, and it's actually basically in line with what you guys said. Like, I, in my own life, I can totally see. And, I'm kind of having a bit of a renaissance in my life in the past few years. Are you a renaissance man? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> How so? Um, uh, you know, I can see like fear has actually helped me back a lot in, in a lot of ways. Um, um, hmm. And I, I'm trying to be more bold, yeah. uh, be more assertive about my life, feel like I'm running out of time. Um, and I feel like I have the capacity to do more than I've done. Um, yeah. When it comes to dating, like I know like I have played it safe on – uh, not to say I've never pursued women I was interested in, because I I tend to be more like Steph as well, where it's like, hey, if I'm interested, I'm gonna like lay it all out there, yeah, you know, yeah, so maybe in ways which are too forward, <laughs> um, um, yeah, but but I've also, you know, I'll admit I've been bad at dating, like, um, I I've been too quick to like throw in the towel, um, and yeah. and I think some of that stems from fear, um, yeah, and I mean anyway. Yeah. No, uh, sure. I I feel like we're the, on the same page okay. because yeah. I self sabotage and I yeah. like am always giving it out. And yeah. I had this guy that was like, "Why are you always trying to end things?" Sure. With me, and I was sure. like, "I didn't know that I was doing that, but uh-huh. it just is like, yeah." yeah. Well, yeah. well, how were you doing it, like? Um. So sometimes <laughs> I'll delete guys' numbers, so then I like can play it cool and not text them. And this guy, I had forgotten that I deleted his number, so I was like, "Who is this?" And he's like, "What the heck? You deleted my number?" And I was like, "No." And then I sent him a message. I was like, "I cannot tell a lie. I'm <laughs> trying to play it cool." But like, wait, wait, because that, what? It was too tempting <laughs> to like. Really yeah, common? because I really well because yeah you really because liked him. I did like him, and when I do, I just want to talk to someone every day. I just like jumping oh. from A to Z, and so then I just have to like I have yeah. to take precautions, and okay. so but like, but really, I just do things all the time that sort of like make I would tell them that they sort of have an out, and they're like, "Why are you giving me an out?" You know? Yeah, yeah, so. Hmm. yeah. So Where, I get you. Where's that guy now? That guy? Uh huh. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. We aren't dating anymore. Okay, so. I'm sorry to hear. Anyway, <laughs> no, it's a good thing. <laughs> okay, it's a good. All right, all right. Um. <laughs> you know, I, I, 
so yes. I'd also add outside of relationship stuff like fear has kept me from doing a lot of cool things too. Like I've been learning to swim the past few years. I've been a terrible swimmer up until up until now. I've been learning to dance recently. Hey. Um, so I mean, awesome. I, I guess I really think fear holds us back from living a fuller, richer, happier life in a lot of ways, uh, whether that's in relationships or not. Yeah, um, I agree. My, my biggest fear for many years was doing a podcast. Oh, is that true? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, it's something I want. I, I wanted to do a podcast as well, but I was I was very afraid. It wasn't until I re- learned that Paul wanted to do it too that I what and, were you afraid about and that he was so gung ho about it that like I was emboldened. Uh, it's really. You're putting yourself out yeah. there to, okay. to the wide, yeah, wild, wide world of the internet, you know, and all the mean people out there. <laughs> yeah. I guess no, I it is a vulnerable yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess I don't really feel afraid until we get big enough to where people, <laughs> people will start criticizing okay, us openly. Yeah, yeah. You know, now yeah. it's just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a part of me that kind of feels like some, um, so, you know, what about Bob where uh, he's like baby steps to the elevator or oh, yeah. baby steps uh-huh. or whatnot or whatever. I do kind of feel like there's some, there's some progress that sometimes can be made against fears making very small incremental steps, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's just a note that I'd written down. Yeah, no, so. that's good. That's good. Um, you know, there's, oh, go ahead. No, that's basically There's something it. else I wanted to say. Okay, um, it's a quote by Brian McGee. He's a British philosopher. Uh, this quote is often misattributed to Sigmund Freud, but, but it's not. But I like it. He says, we often hear it asserted that most people do not do not really want freedom because freedom involves responsibility and most people are frightened of responsibility. Whether or not this applies to most people, there is, I'm sure, a vi- there, oh, whether this applies to most people, there is, I'm sure, a vital element of truth in it. Mm, okay. Uh, I think that's very true. People are afraid of responsibility. Um, and I think people are also afraid of making mistakes, um, taking risks that, you know, even if the the worst case scenario is not catastrophic, that it it can still be unpleasant enough that they will just not do it. Uh, I see that a lot in in decisions people make about careers. They'll they'll choose something safe, but that makes them unhappy and 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 not do anything um, about it. Well, that's tough. That is a yeah. tough one too, though, because sure. um, it is tough. There are a lot of examples of careers that go bad or it's businesses true. that fail. Yeah. I mean, there's more businesses that fail. Than yeah, don't. that's true. That's true. Um, um, yeah. I guess it's when I see people who, year after year, they they express something yeah, that they don't okay. like in their lives and they haven't sure. done anything about it. And I think a lot of that stems from fear of putting themselves out there. And quite possibly, and in all likelihood, probably failing, you know, multiple times along the way to find something that actually works. Sure, some fear That's been the case with me in my employment. Some safety and staying in the situation around, yeah. some comfort in it. Yeah. Um, so when I was in Phoenix and we had, we had urban chickens... Um, interesting. <laughs> and uh, we had a coop for them, but we would just open the coop during the day, and the chickens would never leave the yard. Huh. Um, there's like the safety, and like they just they know their surroundings, and they're not going to go away, huh. even though they could. I mean, they could easily fly over our little fence and just take off and walk uh-huh. down the yard, but there's yeah. danger in the unknown. Yeah. So what happened to them at the end? Did they get eaten? Some of them did get eaten by other animals that jumped over the. Oh fence no! <laughs> I'm not sure. That was. There's actually one that we named after British royalty, Queen Anne, and 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 um, fittingly, she was like killed by a coyote <laughs> on the Fourth of July. Uh, so we were like, oh, it's patriotic, but it's also sad. Uh, yeah, I I feel like when I was trying to decide what major to have, um, 
I had a lot of fear of like, oh, is this one, am I going to be unhappy in this one? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be unhappy in that one? I feel like that was uh, a driving force. Mm-hmm. Is, but eventually you made hard. a decision. I did make a decision, it's true, yeah. And you, and you made I mean, the most of it. I, yeah, I did. I I um, uh, had a little bit of a detour, but yeah, yeah. ended up in law. Yeah. Um, sure. By the way, while we're talking about what people are most fearful of, I gotta give, say a pet peeve here. Uh-huh. Um, you know that quote that says we're most fearful that we're all powerful. Uh-huh. Like I feel like that doesn't apply to me. Like uh, <laughs> maybe I feel like I'm not. That is not something that is fearful for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, do you know what uh, he's talking about, Steph? Yeah, the one okay. that like. What do you think? Our greatest fear is I, not that we're inaccurate. I, I, I like that quote. Though. I suspect I like there's it. a gender difference. Kind of, yeah, I don't know. Well, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Do you think it's logically true or <laughs> just an emotionally feel good? No, book? I think that like, I think that fear really, like we're talking about, it keeps a lot of people from making decisions. So yeah. with my major, I didn't apply for the social work program, even though I took all the classes because I was huh. afraid that I wouldn't make it. And then uh, at the okay. end of my college, I was like, man, why didn't I do that? You know? Hmm. And so especially like younger, I just think that sometimes you feel like there's all these decisions and you get tr- crippled and so mm. sometimes you don't make a decision yeah. or yeah. which is its own decision yeah yeah oh yeah or you choose like the easier safe route so yeah. analysis paralysis mm-hmm. and, yeah. yeah yeah do you wish you were a social worker now um no but okay. at the, but i think it would have been i wish i would have gone for it okay. you know like yeah. that was yeah. like the I, I think that that's the difference between who i was and who i am now yeah. now i go for things even if it scares me then i'm like well yeah. might as well do it more you know yeah sure right yeah, yeah i think there's fear and decisions in general of like um i think too for like personality types not to bring marriage brings back in too much but like some personalities uh the finality of a decision itself is fearful. That's true. Uh, because you're like, what about the other options? Uh-huh. I need to know my other options. Am I sure I've fully optimized uh-huh. this decision? And um, there's fear and feeling like, oh, did I go down a path that was not the right path? Yeah. See, and I'm yeah. so black and white. Yeah. Like, once I say I'm done with someone, it's like, I'm done. Like, I blocked their number. Like, delete <laughs> them from social media. Like, yeah, because I've been in that path where That's you're really like, funny. you're in the limbo where it's like, uh-huh. then you start talking again. Uh-huh. And then it's like the gray area. And I'm like, oh, no, man. if we're not dating, <laughs> like... We're done, you know, uh-huh. like, I, but that's my personality. Yeah, sure. But I have a friend that likes to keep all the options. And I'm like, that is just mean. Like, stop giving <laughs> me options. I, I do. Yeah. I think yeah, Bryson are kind of like In the I relationship think. world, there yeah. needs to be a good mix of like decisiveness, but also like, oh, yeah, being man. Willing to bend. But that being said, if like there's certain like thresholds that are not being met, like that are like absolutely crucial, mm-hmm. then like, yeah, like, or just people Don't that are that passive, number. and I'm like, no, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until like kind of the opposite. Like there are multiple people I've dated more than once. Really? <laughs> yeah. So and it's worked out that well. Oh, how's yeah. that going for you, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's that? How's that working for you? No, but do you find that like? It's always like an unfair thing. Do you um, find though that well, like it is um, good a second or third you know, time? It's it's another uh, information gathering experience, and like. I'm not um, against it. Like, actually, my one of my brothers, uh, him and his wife, they they didn't get married until they dated the third time around. Hmm. And from my perspective, they have a, a super healthy marriage. Um, so it was like something just finally clicked the third time mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. I'm never I'm never against it. I have been in talks with girls about round three sometimes, or I have tried round three. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes well, we, there's we've, timing issues. That's right. Sometimes we've talked about this in the, the, the great relationship equation, right? That sometimes uh, you could be the right person, but it. Well, wait. What was it? Be the oh. You can find the right person, but not be the right <laughs> I'm person. I'm misquoting my own <laughs> yeah, you concept. Are. The equation just it, changed. It could be a fundamentally good yeah, match, but there might be so. some other things that don't quite align. Uh, at, at a certain point in time, which maybe do a line later. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Um, I sometimes, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, so I don't know. I, I sometimes feel like it's it's um it sometimes can be worthy worth revisiting things. Yeah, potentially, you know. But, yes, Def, you know. Un- oh. unblock those guys. No, <laughs> no I, like I, it's I, a good reminder though sure, for sure. me yeah. because yeah. I am so cut and dry that like sometimes yeah. you need yeah. the middle. Uh, so though, uh, I will say like as soon as you get back into that thing, you bring all the fears that were in that same relationship right back. You know, so and unless like, something has changed, you know, like oh, actually, I am more assertive about moving this relationship forward. Unless, <laughs> yeah, unless right. he is you know, turn over a new leaf, then like, yeah, maybe it's just confirmation of what you already, you know, yeah, concluded. Yeah, something's changed, yeah. you know, I'm like... Um, uh, okay, yeah. so to wrap up, let's, yeah. let's talk about uh, number four, which is the question, how should we think about and manage fear in our modern world? And I have three questions I want to pose. Uh, first, uh, in general, do you think people today are too deferential to their fears? And we've talked a lot about probably all of these already. Uh, I'm of the opinion, yes, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I would tend to agree... Yeah, yeah. I think we take counsel from our fears too often. I yeah, I think so too. And uh, we take our fears too seriously sometimes. Yeah. But. At the very least, I think a lot of our fears need to be examined more. Um, they're not always proportional to yeah. the actual risks. I think. Yeah, a lot of times too. If you like go th- through whatever the thing is that's causing uh-huh. your fear, it doesn't turn out as bad as you thought it was going right. to be. Like, have right. you heard this acronym, false evidence appearing real? An acronym for fear. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, false evidence yeah. appearing real, meaning that um, it's you actually go through the situation. It's not as bad as it was being blown up in your right. mind to be. Right. And you feel empowered. You know. You're like, wow, like, okay, sweet. That, that's right. Yeah. To think through and to actually say, oh, you know what? This is not as bad as I thought. And I'm actually capable of doing this. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a little caveat. Like, there's definitely a such thing as as anxiety disorders. You know, definitely. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, trauma is definitely real. Um, so we're not saying everything can be neatly fixed up just by changing your attitude and your mindset. Yeah. But a lot of it can. Um, um, okay. And with that, a little counseling from Bryce. Um, not me, but did. there's a lot of great uh, therapists out there. Yeah, there are. And again. As no, I keep saying, fair. there is no shame in seeking out the help of someone uh, trained to help with, with, you know, the deep things of the soul. And there's no shame in dating younger men if you're... <laughs> That's right. And there's more not, fun. And there's no shame in being older than you look. That's right. The That's right. Um, okay, so next question. How can we best determine when our fear is helpful and when it's harmful? Mm. What do you guys think? I don't know. Ask. I mean, I, I like uh, counseling with uh, third parties. Uh, I feel yeah. like a lot of times talking things through with people. Yeah. Um, even if a lot of times, like um, sometimes I get really stressed about my work stuff. Bryce mm-hmm. knows about this. And I'll talk about it. But even yeah. just talking about it will help me to feel better. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes that'll help some just your anxiety because yeah. you'll air it out and you'll be like, okay, well, it's not as to be feared as I'm yeah. fearing it. But, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Steph, yeah. you got any No, ideas? I think that's perfect yeah. when you yeah. talk it out and talk yeah. to someone because sometimes – if your friends are good friends, they'll be like, yeah, that's, 
you're being crazy. That's not a yeah. good point of why to not if date they're someone. Good friends. What if they're bad friends? Then they're just <laughs> if enablers. They're, if that, they're bad they're, friends, like they're more afraid of hurting your feelings mm, than yeah, it like actually. Yeah, like Paul's friends, yeah. they just keep on telling him <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, or they'll say like, "Let's go watch this movie. It'll help you feel better." And then it turns out it's a really scary movie, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're more fearful than ever before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it it's not always kindness to tell people something other than the truth. That is a just, f- just yeah. yeah. So this is a universal fear that I feel like we yeah. all have um, that um, we don't tell people. We're not honest about some things. Yeah. That could help people. Yeah. If we were to tell them, mm. even though they might also hurt them yeah. temporarily, but because we fear yeah. um, hurting the relationship. Yeah. In fact, we might yeah, make it better true. in the long run, but. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, and last thing. When our fear is harmful, when we've determined it's harmful, what can we do to surmount it? If you're Steph, you just power on through. <laughs> you sing a song and you're like, I am woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I also think like, <laughs> I mean, because I have a fear right now with something and it's running related of just trying to get faster and like this fear of failing that like, mm. keeps me from it. But yeah. I, but when I take it baby steps and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is my goal for this week. This is my goal. Yeah. Then I feel like it feels manageable. So it, so if it's with dating yeah. and you have this fear of like, well, I don't want to ask this person out. I don't want to reject them. Yeah. But maybe just approaching someone new once and introducing yourself yeah and then walking away and you like feel like okay i did that yeah. you know and then you can and then the next time up a little you bit. Can, yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i totally agree with that yeah. like i tend to think i i'm a big fan of baby steps approaches yeah and that um you just focus on like the next little step mm-hmm. i was listening to this uh podcast with the guy who started bob's red grain mill and what is that it's he, he sells flour and stuff oh, but, okay. but he he grinds it on a on a stone mill. Cool. An old stone mill. That's mm. like, it was like, I don't remember, it was like 600 years old or something. Wow. But anyways, um, yeah, and he said that even when he was making like, you know, millions of dollars a year, he still would wake up every morning thinking like, are the customers going to show up today? <laughs> and so I, I sometimes have some of these same fears related to my business. You sure. Know? Like you never know, but it helps me to just focus on, well, what's the next little step? You know? Yes. What, what can be done about it this? instead yeah. of continu- continuously ruminating about something? Um, yeah, that's right, man. The more time you spend in your head, yeah. uh, that's like yeah. fear really can, you can really foster fear yeah. when you actually start putting things in action. Yeah, exactly. Your mind focuses on yeah. that more. Good thoughts, guys. Yeah. Good well, thoughts. Well, we're basically done. Any yeah. parting words of wisdom? Um, stop being so afraid. There we go. <laughs> Just stop it. No, but but stop. also you can do something about it. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. And, and go you, watch I, What I, About Bob. I would also add, you know, like even in those baby steps, you know, you, you may very well have some like stumbles where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that was actually yeah. crappy and, and really unpleasant. Um, you know, I think if you can even persevere through that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of perseverance um, that, that aids it as well. Um, yeah. I, I just thought of like, <laughs> so there's this thing I love, be a buddy, not a bully. Mm. But I was thinking about how fear can be that bully sometimes. Mm. So like, let fear yeah. be, be your buddy, not a bully type yeah. of thing. You know? Wait, okay. You mean try to have your fear... Like have it help you if it like if it is something to like overcome. Okay, kind yeah. of like with well, that guy's business, yeah, like you tried exactly. harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I think yeah, I think that's a productive kind of yeah. fear. You could talk it out with your fear. You could be like, that's an interesting thought, fear. <laughs> <laughs> but let right. me tell you a yeah. thing or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's this concept of, of self-talk, yeah. you know, what, what we what we tell ourselves. And, um, you know, a lot of our internal conflicts stem from, you know, what kind of conversation we're willing to tolerate with ourselves. Um, yeah, that's know. true. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends, um, she... She read this book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Uh-huh. And she told me this book, like, changed your life. Cool. And, uh, yeah, she talked about affirmations and stuff huh. and how yeah. for the affirmation to be effective, it has to actually be true. Um, uh-huh. So you can't necessarily just make up some lie and tell yourself the lie or something yeah. that you don't know yeah. and, and say the thing that you don't really know. Yeah. But there are things that you do know, and you yeah. can point those out, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I think there's tremendous untapped power in, in how we... Uh, relate to ourselves, kind of like you're talking about. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about it yeah. another time. Okay. Sounds uh, good. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, yep. Steph. It's been a real pleasure to have you here. Um, hey, thanks for letting me join you guys. Yeah. yeah. And all you young guys out there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye out for Steph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes me sound like a cougar. <laughs> now <laughs> who's the dirty <laughs> person? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Steph is wonderful and delightful <laughs> love, love, and not love. creepy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. We'll all talk, right. We'll thanks for tuning yeah, in. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye.